who's in it. It's not a podcast. I don't give a fuck. There's a lot of people in it. Um, Are they on a podcast? What? Uh, probably. Mm. Famous people. So sounds suspicious to me. Don't give a fuck. All right. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) If there's anything that uh, sort of sums up the tone of this show, it's anyway. (laughs) This is AA Double Back for January 12th, 2022. I know. That sucks. Why are we still Uh, alive? Why is this still alive? I want to note that this is our the second podcast that we collectively have been participating in recording today, and I think that means we're supposed to get lunch for free, oh, with, like with two sh- with two Pizza shifts. Party. Yeah, Pizza party. Pizza party. We did a uh, an episode of Knowing Is Half the Podcast, which will probably go up. I'm assuming this goes up tonight, and that podcast will go up uh, in a couple days, probably. Uh, but it might be the complete opposite. Who knows? Okay. And soon enough, we'll all go up in flames. So, you know, why worry? Why worry? It's 2022. End of times has been here for a while now. Uh, Just prepare. Yeah. I wonder if we can really handle any more twos in the year than we have now. Oh, well, we'll... it's going to be February 22nd, 2022 coming up. And my my brother's birthday is on the... February 22nd. So he's just like flipping out about wow. it. Like, oh my God, it's crazy. It's a good time to potentially buy lottery tickets? Question mark. Yeah, maybe. Question mark, question mark. Uh, you know, if you like, maybe that would be the day that uh, they draw all twos. Ooh. Oh my God. Wouldn't that be weird? The, I mean, that, then I would know I was in a simulation. <laughs> I. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, how lotteries work. First off, no, not the, maybe not the ones you run. I don't think you that are that are rigged. And the numbers are two, 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 two again. <laughs> uh, is somebody checking these balls? Because I think they're all two. Two. I, are you put? Are, are you putting the two back? <laughs> <laughs> so, the lady holding it up. Ah. Pop it back in. Oh. <laughs> she keeps picking up the same one. Uh, y'all got to respect that um, Foley game right there. The pop. Oh man! I you mean, know, I really created a, a picture in your head, didn't I? You know, if 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 Teresa or I had said that, that would certainly be true. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we watched wrestling, didn't we? Yeah, I, we I, did. I, I I watched something. Um, so we start the night with Adam Cole coming out with O'Reilly and Fish, mm. and he's all excited. He's talking about because his buddies are there now. It's the start of a new era at AEW. I really, yeah, new era, huh? Huh? Uh, uh, that's uh, different. I do, I do have a problem because, especially when uh, the Bucks came out, uh, Later, I was like, ah, what do we call this? We can't call them. They're not the elite. Right. Uh, the super elite was uh, with the Bucks and Cole. And like, it's sort of the undisputed era. I guess it would be the disputed era because uh, Roddy Strong isn't there. Although I don't believe Roddy Strong was there when uh, undisputed era started. So like, 
You can still call him UE. I'm okay with that. But then you put him together, but it's just the Bucks and not like more of the elite. So like, what is this thing? You know, Chan, maybe this is a lesson to you to stop labeling people. No. How about that? Mm-mm. No, I need, I need this. I have, I, I used to uh, make lists of band names when I was in high school. And then I started making lists of improv team names oh, when I was too old to be doing that sort of thing. And now I just want I just want cool names for all the things. I mean, the elite it was my favorite faction. Oh, uh, not according elite. to PWI. PWI disagrees with you, and they're mm, the fuck so is wrong. PWI? <laughs> Good question. Uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Uh, did you not hear the, the uh, There's a segment later where uh, um, uh, Jericho is talking about how the uh, inner circle got called the uh, best faction in wrestling. This year. Which I'm like bullshit. Yeah, that doesn't okay. maybe uh, like two years ago, but not, yeah. not this year. Uh, um, but but they did note that the uh, the uh, Britt Baker uh, Thunder Rosa match was the match of the year. It was, it was, and I'm still pissed that Thunder Rosa hasn't gotten her accolades. 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 Now, Teresa, do you you drive an Oscalade? Do you not? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I drink lemonade. <laughs> I've heard it said both ways, so absolutely <laughs> not a thing. You are lying so hard right now, and yeah. I am sad for you. Oh my you know, god! The, the I wouldn't lie about that. The relationship that we've built of trust that you are destroying, shattered, <laughs> shattered. All right, dicks. So we <laughs> had this freaking thing. Um. So okay, yeah, they're interrupted by the Bucks. Matt, by the way, is wearing music note earrings. Just have to make note of that. <laughs> uh, it was just, I love it. Cole. Okay, so now we have. O'Reilly and Fish having words with Matt and Nick Jackson. And then Adam Cole's like, this, this is what we need. We need friendly competition amongst ourselves. You know, <laughs> this is going to be great. Um, but then the best friends interrupt. And Orange has a microphone, but he doesn't use it. He just goes mm. straight to violence. Make it mm-hmm. There's a melee. And then, uh, you know, Adam Cole's trying to beat up Orange Cassidy, but Statlander gets in between them. And then Britt Baker comes out to hurt Statlander. Oh, and I was like, yeah. I was waiting for when this would happen. Oh. I knew it was going to happen at some point. And I, I do enjoy this. I, um, I honestly, I cannot tell you why I pop so hard for her coming out because as you say, yeah, it's, it's been coming for a while, you know, like we're setting it up and everything's as expected. And yet, I still was just—I was like, "Brits out, Brits out!" Oh my god, this is gonna come Yeah. So it's so it just that's it pretty just, great. It feels just like it to me, like it's like sort of the building of a super a super group that it because Brit's been like on her own for so long, and now she's like uh, going to at least occasionally be a part of something that already has all these other like really big names involved in it. So that's super cool. Yeah. yeah. So this got a thumbs up. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, it, it, and it it just keeps coming like back in your face, like how amazing like Adam Cole is, and how I mean the whole the whole enterprise is 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 just really strong. But uh, he is so so charismatic, 
uh, and just so damn good that like like that was just this, just this really powerful element of the whole thing that I loved. Like was watch watching him do his thing. It was interesting too to listen to Fish and O'Reilly, um, just because we haven't had a lot of opportunity to listen to Fish. He was a little slow. Uh, slower than I would have liked, I guess, as far as delivery. But um, I did like his deli- I, I did like uh, his promo. Oh, so- uh, Teresa, do you not uh, watch uh, pro wrestling at one point five speed like everybody cool? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, but if I did, I might like it more. I'm kidding. Oh, JK. Um, JK, JK. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I thought it was fun. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and, and more, more Landon Brandon, by the way, before we move on. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> but then there was also a Brandon Butler instead of Cutler. Mm-hmm. That was good, too. <laughs> um, all right. So we've got a Wardlow package slash promo. I thought it was a really interesting way to do this because Wardlow sucks on the mic, right? Nope. So what do you do? And they came up with this cool video package with like music and all this and it's real dramatic and like a movie like a serious movie uh commercial what do they yeah. call yeah ad uh, trailer uh, yeah, I, it, oh okay i thought you were <laughs> i thought you were like going to like describe like one of those things where like david fincher directs a commercial for hp uh <laughs> and it's a it's a whole short film allegedly I will say that uh, I, yeah, like I, I'm interested in this idea, the conductor of violence. Obviously, uh, they started uh, uh, dropping that powerbomb symphony uh, last and they're week. they're playing classical uh, music. If he came out to classical music, uh, one, I'd be kind of into it. I kind of like that idea in the same way that um, uh, McFoley. Uh, part of the re- way he got mankind over was this like crazy horrifying character coming out and like, <laughs> uh, but the music was like this really soft, gentle piano music. And you got this great juxtaposition. If he came out to something like, honestly, if any wrestler is going to come out to classical music, it needs to be Carmina Burana, uh, by Carl Orff. Uh, but, uh, you could also just go for something um, a little mellower and just do that juxtaposition. Like, here's this guy who's going to powerbomb you uh, seven times and, you know, have him just come out to just like a nice string quartet. Kind of dope. I would come out to um, the Requiem. <laughs> yeah, I can dig that. I've been into it. Uh, I would I would do for Elise. <laughs> uh, I think I would do uh, 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 Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. Ooh, Ooh that's a good yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. So we've got. Uh, oh wait, I, can I, I thought, can I change change uh, change to uh, Super Mario Brothers level two? Go ahead. Yeah, I thumb that up. Thumbs it up. Because I'm into this, like it's it's also like a different way to do stuff with wrestling and wrestling stuff. So I'm into it. Calder, uh, yeah, yeah, up, up, up. Then we've got the match that we have. Oh, 
in between this, there was a uh, promo, a sneak peek of the Go Big Show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't uh, review it. Uh, mm-hmm. but did you watch it? No. Uh, wait, wait, on- wait, 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 wait. Was this the one where the guy was on fire? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I did see it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slathered in, you know, like that gel. Uh, yeah. And then they just set him on fire and he started solving a Rubik's Cube. And I, I cannot believe that there was a bigger fuck you to Cody after he got mm. burned his ass on that uh, uh, table. Yeah. He'd be like, okay, yeah, you think you're hot shit? Oh, no. Mm. I fell well, see, on a hot table and my I, back hurts. I thought, because that was obviously taped a long time ago, I thought that he got the idea to burn himself from that guy. You know what? Uh, thinking back on it, I do recall he had uh, uh, a Rubik's Cube with him as he did the dive. So right. I think you're right. I I think that maybe if he had been focusing less on solving the Rubik's Cube, he would have uh, been able to think about uh, how the the table was going to melt on him. Honestly, it's it's such a boring, used, overused wrestling trope uh, that somebody loses a match because they're trying to solve a Rubik's Cube in the middle (laughs) of the ring. So, yeah, yeah, I don't want to see that anymore. Well, it, it, at least it's not the the thing where you have the uh, the the uh, the, uh, the autism themed wrestler who uh, like uh, gets distracted by a bunch of like matchsticks that are thrown on the on the canvas and they have to count them. Hmm. Isn't that a a a, a vampire thing? <laughs> yeah, it's all, also vampires. What? Like like <laughs> other vampires? people can do that. What? Vampires counting matchsticks. What the fuck? Yeah, that that was the thing that none of the movies ever used was that like vampires have to count objects. What movie? If, uh, any of them? Yeah, any of any the, vampire movie? No, no I, I, I've I've literally never seen a vampire movie use that, but I know that's part of it. Like that's part of like the antiquity of uh, 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 like uh, the the vampire lore of old does include that that they count if, matchsticks. If, Not matchsticks specifically, but just to, like, es- to escape a vampire, you throw down a whole bunch of matchsticks, oh and they God. have. To, they I have think to you count guys are trying. More. I know you're pulling one on me. And oh I'm, no! I'm I'm, I'm going to Google this while we move on to the next no, segment. No, I, 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 and to be in, in all in all sincerity, I don't care enough to try to, to trick you about this. This is something I know. I know I have read. <laughs> what? That sounds like the dumbest thing ever. How could somebody have written that into such an interesting character? I mean, it makes you, yeah. Like surprisingly enough, uh, none of the none of the million movies ever ever tried to make something of that. Yeah, because it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, but you know who did use essentially the same thing was Leprechaun. What? Oh, Leprechaun, like the movie Leprechaun. Yeah, like the four the- different Leprechauns, like Leprechaun in space. <laughs> yeah, uh, but with, 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 with Leprechaun, it's shoes. Did you guys ever watch the Garbage Pail Kids movie? I did. I did. That is a living nightmare. It's not good. No. It's the, it's seriously the most frightening thing you'll ever see. It's a little unsettling. It but very, the cards themselves are not pleasant to look at. That's the whole that's my whole point is it is just disturbing. Indeed. On so many levels. What are we doing? Are we doing uh, this? Hold on. Real are we quick, doing this? And we'll move on. Uh it, it comes uh, the Count. Why does Count von Count of Vampire teach us to count on Sesame Street? It comes from a European belief that vampires are compelled to count spilled seeds or grains. Some Slavic coastal towns also believe that if vampires would count the holes in a fishing net, it was common practice to scatter seeds outside the entrance to a home uh, or drape fishing nets over them. So wait, 
is that Sesame Street telling you this, or is this? Did you look up folklore? That's telling. This that's tell. This is the Carnegie Museum of Natural History. That's they believe they know what they're talking about. Yeah, they're telling you why Sesame Street did what they did. Okay. <gasps> I still don't quite believe it, but <laughs> we'll go with that. Believe men, Teresa. Believe men. No, I'll never, ever, ever. <laughs> no, that's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Watch it. Um, okay, so this is a match with Wardlow versus CM Punk. And before it even starts, we have MJF coming out. And he's all talking shit to the <clears throat> crowd. But Wardlow comes out. He's got a new outfit. It's purple. And it's got like leopards or tigers on it which is weird because on the back it says war dog and i'm like shouldn't it then be dogs you know but whatever um also really important to know aew now has trading cards which i think is really fucking cool um so get on that i mean in in our current situation it may not be hygienic to be trading the cards uh which is a bummer but uh still neat I mean, so gum. you can eBay them. I need chewing gum in my cards. I need uh, tobacco. Mm. You need big league chew. Oh, yeah. You rid the big leagues. You make the perfect <laughs> slide. You rid the big leagues. When you block a shot or two, you're in the big leagues. When all you right. rid the big leagues. So <laughs> then we've got CM Punk. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just want to say, is that so wrong? No, it's not wrong. T- you're Teresa not wrong, got to do but it. But time marches on. It, it, this podcast marches on. It, it marches over your your mangled body and for, and will not look back. Um. Okay. So we've got uh, CM Punk. Now Wardo was kicking ass. He was kicking CM Punk's ass like hard. Yeah. Yeah. He he had no trouble leveling up from Jason Reynolds to uh, <laughs> CM Punk. Yeah, and at one point he was going to pin, but MJF got all pissed off and he said he wanted more. So then Wardlow started kicking more ass, but it ended up Punk won. Mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. knew it was going to happen, and you know what? Wardlow knew that too, deep in his heart. Deep in his heart, he's like, if I let this go for too long, I'm going to fuck this up, and he did. Um, So then MJF gets all up in Wardlow's face because he was mad that he lost. And then Wardlow was about to kick MJF's ass. And I was like, finally, finally. (laughs) But then Sean Spears gets between them. (laughs) I was like, damn it. Can't we just, just let us have this. We've been so good all year. Can we just have this one thing, please? (laughs) No, no. uh, Sean, the chairman Spears is just too good a peacemaker, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, let's see. We've got. Oh wait, I thumbs it up. Uh, yeah, I did as well. I was real close on this because I did like the match. I thought it was going really well. I did not like that finish. Uh, I felt like they got real close to uh letting Punk give the rub to Wardlow. I mean, clearly, you know, they want Wardlow to succeed. Um, he's the perfect guy to put that first. L on uh, uh, Punk's record. Um, But they did bring it back for me at the end there with 
all of the the hijinks, uh, if one could even That's call it that, because it's just yeah. we're just yeah we're we're we are pushing this story again. Uh, we're doing the thing where I was complaining that like we've just seen squash after squash and did the same thing, and this was very similar. You know, so that setup of uh, the Powerbomb Symphony, and yeah. then you know like, but then uh, uh, Punk eeks out a win, and uh, all this, and then and then they they're still committed to this real long dragged out thing where we all know that he's going to turn on him in the same way that uh, uh, MJF did that with the inner circle. We all knew he was going to turn, but they just kept going with it. And mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it really, I mean, it doesn't always work. doesn't always work, but they're doing it again this time and it's working and I'm on board. I'm yeah. On board. I, I certainly think it's going the way it needs to go. It would have been a big mistake, in my opinion, if he had somehow like beaten the likes of CM Punk before he had made that decision fully to be to be out and and had that confrontation. I don't think so. I think he, because they it has been going on so long already. He wins. Uh, MJF flips out, and Wardlow's like, "Oh, I just realized I just beat this huge guy. I can go out on my own and smack you know MJF and what all." Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, uh, Punk is going to have to lose eventually, and I'm sure they're going to do it the right way. I just felt like this would have been a real good time for it. It would have been interesting, but it, it certainly would have been. It would have been a surprise. Yeah, which is not uh, not normally such a bad thing. <laughs> so, did we all thumb it? Yeah, okay. I believe we did. Powerhouse. <laughs> I, oh, I'm sorry that I kept you from the, the powerhouse for so long. I that is my fault. Like, <laughs> you you, you, you powerhouse blocked her. It's I you did. Know, not cool. Not cool. Yeah. It's like the most fun thing in the world. <laughs> powerhouse. Powerhouse. You are not wrong. <laughs> so he comes out with Ricky Starks. This is a match against Dante Martin. Boy, poor Dante. He's <laughs> fighting like hell, but I mean, he's getting mm-hmm. his fucking ass beat. Mm-hmm. And, and before we go too deep into the match, uh, uh, Taz on commentary doing great stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't have a good law team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I wrote that shit down because it was fantastic. What a, what a strange thing to admit. <laughs> Like and, and, and the, there's something about that that's really very funny because it's like you don't you wouldn't expect like most like heels to start volunteering weaknesses, mm-hmm. uh, but he's it's so funny and so good when he does that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was such a ridiculous phrase, law team. There's such an art to showing your ass and still not. Uh, and still, you know, uh, maintaining your heat, like uh, to 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 lose and to still, you know, uh, uh, have people with you. And so, yeah, it's 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 great. Uh, so at one point, when Dante Martin was outside of the ring, Starks was kicking him. So that, then he got oh, back in. Those kicks were so good, too. They were just like sort of flailing and 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 so craven as he's kicking them. Just his so entire, pissed. his whole body language was so wonderful. He sells it so hard. Oh. So then when uh, Dante gets back 
in the ring. Hobbs bounces him back out and then Starks beats him again and then tosses him into the ring. I mean, it was like a bloodbath, you guys, although there was no blood, mm-hmm. of which I have to note because AEW will do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Dante is trying so hard. He's getting his ass totally beat. Then suddenly he gets a new wind and he's kind of getting Hobbs and jumping on him and kicks him in the chest. Wait, no, wait. Was that what he did or is that what Hobbs did? No, no, he kicked Hobbs in the chest, right? Sorry. He he, he did a fair number of uh just great looking drop kicks. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, they well, he at one point I think he did that uh that missile that missile move. Yeah. Uh and then Starks was gonna interfere, but Jay Lethal distracted Starks. And then Dante, they said it was a nose dive. Nope. And pinned Hobbs. And I was really shocked. Shocked, mm-hmm. I tell you. Because indeed, indeed. How the fuck could he pin Hobbs? I, I don't know, but he did it. No. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I was looking at my notes and I said, like, why did I write those are some magical kicks? And I realized yeah. it, was, uh, it was Ricky. Yeah. Uh, I did stick through the commercials because, specifically because of those kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Ricky was doing really nice work in in this match as as he always does. Like uh, his, I love him so much. He he was he was just shaking with fear over like like the contemplation that Jay Lethal had shown up, and he's like, "Why is he? Why was he here?" Uh, <laughs> and he was like, you know, like in the arms of Hobbs, and then he was holding Hobbs back by the neck. <laughs> Hobbs was going to go after him. He's like, pulls him back. It's like, no, no, no. Uh, There was also, uh, oh, yeah. After the match, they're uh, outside of the ring and Jay Lethal's there. And Ricky, like, launches himself at Dante and Dante ducks and he just, like, goes flying over him. Just like another great, you know, like a um, uh, shitty heel kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. that also, yeah, it's just magnificent. Uh, not excited uh, for Jay Lethal to be involved in this. Uh, I mean, eventually we're going to have to see him, but I'm not. I'm not particularly looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, that that is that is a a, a bummer element to it for sure. Uh, like like what uh, what we found out about him is not something I want to do. Not want to enjoy. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Thumbs up, nevertheless. Yeah, yeah, thumbs up. Yeah. We've got Marvez interviewing Jericho. Um, Jericho's talking about the inner circle being number one, which again, I don't think so. I don't know what that is. Like that's like in in the year that they're covering, that was definitely not even yeah, it was like two years ago. You know what I mean? Because if were- anything, it was the elite this past year. They were huge this year. Yeah, like the like like any like a, a few different factions probably were were stronger or arguably could have could have been deemed stronger. Like not just and obviously we're not we're not just talking AEW even. Um, like the wrestling is such a rich panoply, uh, and they're out, outside of it. Believe you know, like as myopic as we might get, like there are other factions doing amazing work, and to say that the inner circle has definitely been better than anyone out there as well is is. Yeah. Weird. 
It I, is very weird. I will say this. Um, the after mags, as they're often called, uh, because in the 80s, Bill After just had like a a mess of, of wrestling magazines. And you would often see them on, you know, uh, gas station, you know, uh, magazine kiosks. And, you know, there often there would be all sorts of bl- these shots of a bloody Ric Flair, you know, just like crying out in pain and, you know, like really lurid kind of stuff. Um, they've been around for a long time and a lot of people uh, give them no credence because they're, you know, I mean, they were kayfabe. Like they, it was it was just all basically it was all designed to sell tickets to shows and sure. the magazines themselves. So I think in this day and age, the fact that, you know, uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated is still around and is still doing this, uh, um, you know, the best whatevers of the year. They have they have an a, a, uh, an issue every year where they have, you know, the best of the year and they're everybody talks about. Uh, and that's all it is, is that they're doing it so that people talk about it and buy the magazine and say, I love this. I think this is correct. I hate this. I think this is wrong. Um, ah. And so like. Uh, and you fall into it every time, even though you know, because yes, I think this inner circle thing is dumb, but also I fucking loved uh, um, uh, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. And so when they call it the match of the year, I'm like, yeah, that's right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all bullshit. Oh, no. Wait, what, what are you saying about life? <laughs> It's a simulation. I mean, that's what we're embracing here. Life is a simulation. Uh, professional wrestling is a simulation of a simulation. We're doing a podcast about a simulation of a simulation. We're another level deeper. Eventually, somebody is going to do a uh, a, a newsletter about our podcast, and it's just Ew. gonna it's gonna <laughs> all the way down, man. Teresa was revolted by that idea. Yeah, that's, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Uh, I want more Mushu simulation. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've got, okay, so he's, Jericho's talking about the inner circle, and he's like, we're taking over this country, which of course was a flub, but it was mm. hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, you <laughs> dummy. <laughs> you know you're not. <laughs> um, but yeah, he wanted, he meant to say the company. But any interrupts, Eddie uh, is basically trying to sow the seeds of breaking up this faction, which I'm all for because I'm yeah. so sick of the inner circle. If I hear it one more fucking time, don't say the word. Just kidding. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> so he's mad at Jericho. He wants PNP to leave Jericho. Um, and he's like, I know you have a thing. For uh, or you're mad at that one guy. Uh, uh, what's his name? Daniel Garcia. Yeah, Garcia. He's like, but I get to go after him because he fucked up my knee. So you stay away because it's for me. And Jericho's like, look, man. You know, I'm gonna be down there. And, you know, I'm gonna be fighting Daniel Garcia if I have to. And if you're in the way, then maybe I'll have to fight you too. So we'll see what happens. Yes, yes. And then Jericho says GFY. 
Yeah, <laughs> Eddie's like, yeah. Gee, why? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the new Let's Go Brandon. Uh, GFY, you know what I'm saying. I'm being edgy. Mm-hmm. I oh boy. I here's the thing. As soon as Eddie's head poked into yeah. the camera, I was like, thumbs up. Yes. Let's do this. Uh, and by the time Jericho said GFY. Um, oh, I, you know, I'm middling it because I love Eddie that much, but GFY would be enough to tank any other. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this entire setup was a thumbs down for me, but Eddie made it a middle because I love him, but also I, I enjoy what he's trying to do. I want you to break up the inner circle. Absolutely. 100%. I'm in your corner, buddy. And if that's what we're doing here, let's let's do it. Yeah. 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 It's time. Uh, yeah. I also middled it for for the same reasons. It was, uh, other than the Eddie's involvement, like pretty, pretty uninspired. Uh, okay. This next segment, I have very little notes on. So you're going to have lo- to help me out. Uh, uh, do you need a magnifying glass to read them? <laughs> uh, MJF came back out, uh, just talked some mad shit. Yeah, and he's basically just mad at CM Punk. Just did like you want it, you want this match. I'm so mad at you, Punk. You want this match? You, let's do it next week. We're gonna do uh, CM Punk versus Sean Spears. Mm-hmm. And like an asshole. Another one of those things that like you see it coming, you know it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has such great intense energy on it. Um I and and again, uh I don't want to see uh this happen every uh dynamite. I don't want to see it happen every once a month on dynamite. But once in a long while, yeah, have somebody come out and just um cut a promo out there uh on the stage. After they've already been on TV, I was I was surprised to see him. Yeah. And it wasn't real long. It's pretty short. And it had it was full of energy. So like, yeah, I am one hundred percent for this. Please don't ever do it again. Mm-hmm. Or not for a long yeah. time. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this this is one of those uh, Star Trek moments where somebody gets a commendation and they also get re- or like reprimanded, and and the the captain says something wise about how you can be punished and rewarded for the same thing, and they're like, "Oh yeah, good point." Uh, yeah, where are y'all thumbs? Uh, I I uh, it was uh. I liked it okay, I guess. Uh, like definitely MJF's uh, like energy was was good, and I did like the kind of abrupt uh, naturalistic element of it. My my thumb like immediately after was uh, middle, so I guess I'm gonna honor that though. Yeah, like I under I understand why they did it this way because with him being so mad and running out with such urgency. You really think he's going to like just go for it and say, that's right. Let's just do this next week. Let's fight next week. So when he flips it on you and makes it Sean Spears, you know, you fall for it. So I, you know, it had to be that way in order to just make it just to fool you in a little bit, a little bit, even if you aren't actually fooled, but it's still sucks it still wasn't something that i'm necessarily into so i'm it's a middle for me right on i did sum it up 
um right interesting it, it's one of those things like uh um if you can if you can get me with that uh um uh near fall like if i if i think that that match is going to be over and it's not uh you did a good job you were doing exactly what you should be doing and i got i got reeled in by this i got reeled in like oh my god he's losing it he's finally gonna so like yeah he he did exactly what he was supposed to do i'm for it uh young bucks adam cole fish and o'reilly See, you can't say that. There's too many names. You yeah. got to call it something. The super, yeah. super elite. No, I'm into. I I the, completely agree. The the Billy elitish. <laughs> I I I hope that they draw it out even further. Add more people. Like get no unifying name. Uh, let's see how far we can go. S U B. What's that? Shut up, Brandon. Ah, uh, okay. We've got the Young Bucks. Oh, wait, no, I already mentioned everybody that's there. Uh, they're talking about the best friends, and they're all pissed off at the best friends whom they had just had a little crossing with. Um, we've, But Britt is there now, of course. She's with the dudes now. So next week there's going to be a mixed tag match with Adam, Britt, Orange, and Statlander. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's gonna be really cool. Yeah. Yep. Same. Uh, This is this is very silly. We're just uh, at the end, like everyone just says, "Shut up, Brandon!" Together, and it's no. It's just good fun. Good clean fun. Yeah. Yeah. It it was it was really a very funny uh, segment, and Brandon uh, got to got some actual interaction. He wasn't just a silent uh, holder of the camera, so that was fun. There you go. Adam Page. Uh, he's wearing a Smokey the Bear shirt, which I'm like always I'm a huge Smokey. fan of. Oh my goodness. I was I love I Smokey the Bear. That. I pop for Beyond Beef Cowboy. Mm. Uh fun Chirons. Oh yeah. Oh I god, god I, I missed that. I'm glad you caught it. Uh I, I was I, I wonder about that that shirt. I wonder whether it's like maximum effort or no effort. Like when shirt when a shirt like that is worn, if it's if it's something that was just flat found as a fluke, or if, or if it was like that's I gotta very find- intentional because that's not the- your re- average Smokey the Bear shirt. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, at first, I hated this. Mm-hmm. He needs a new challenger, um, and you know whatever I. I don't really go for him very I, I don't really go for him. So his promos don't do much for me. At least you can't go for up, that. No up can to do. This point. No no can do for that. All right, shut up everyone. Uh, <laughs> but then Dan Lambert's voice chimes in. And I was like, Oh, wait the a minute. Tones of Dan Lambert. <laughs> wait a minute. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> And it was uh, it was a solo Dan Lambert, uh, uh, no no American uh, top team, uh, no Scorpio or Ethan. Uh, I was, that Adam was Page. interesting. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I uh, know it was interesting because I I thought he was going to be out there to uh, um uh to to offer one of those up uh, yeah. for the, the title. If that this was like this is what this was such an interesting segment because none of the things you think are going to happen happen. Yep. Uh, first of all, Adam Page 
calls Dan Lambert a walking Facebook profile, which I love because <laughs> Facebook is for the olds. And if you don't know that, then you're probably still on Facebook and you're an old, which is fine. You can be an old and you Oof. can be on Facebook, but Ouch. you know, Zuck knows it. And that's why he's been buying. Well, that's why he bought up all the companies that ever competed with Facebook. He knew Facebook was for olds. Anyways, <laughs> I mean, he's got the numbers. He's got all the metrics in his eyeballs. Anywho, <laughs> then Dan's like, you're not a cowboy. You're like that YMCA cowboy. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I mean, he's not completely wrong, but I guess, uh, I guess what's his face does come from a place that had cows and stuff. So whatever. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Aaron's Creek, Virginia. But dismissing then, his lived experience like that. Harsh. Wow. Wow. But then we hear this music and Lance Archer comes out. Oh, then Lance stomps on Adam. I like his like little entrance. It looks like a new entrance. I like his look right now. It's slightly different. Yeah. Um, JR weird. at this point said, beat like a government mule. Mm-hmm. Like a government mule. That is that is a classic JRism. Yeah, that's yeah. a real old one. It must be because when did the government give you a mule? Ever? Uh, uh, I believe it's that the government uh, owns the mules and uh, they are not treated well by their government handlers. Mm-hmm. I, I so do am think I that... the mule? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I get what? Who? I don't. Yeah. I think this crap? is. Yeah, What's it's a trap. Here? It's a trap. Yeah, I, 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 I think I think Biden did run on mules for everybody, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, I thumbs this whole thing up because I pop for Dan Lambert and I pop for Lance Archer. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I opted as well. Yep. We've got Shivani with Arn, Arn's son, and Big Shoddy. Lee. Oh wait, there's also the Jade Cargill package. Wait. Wait, that's late. that's after that. That's after that's after this, yeah. Oh, whoops. Yeah, you fucked up. Oh, I'm wow. sorry. Did wow. you fall asleep during the segment? Uh, I wouldn't blame you because <laughs> I thought I was asleep for a second, but I wasn't. I was actually watching the show. Oops. <laughs> I spilled my jelly beans. Um Oh, hoist on her own petard. <laughs> my grandma used to say that all the time. <laughs> I guess when the moment called for it, but still, she said it more than once, and it's not something you forget. No, anyway, um, I hear it on Facebook all the time because you're an old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So FTR and Tully, you know, interrupt whatever's going on there, and there's a challenge for next week, and I'm just like, I hate it so much. I like FTR, you know i I've enjoyed them. Uh, I don't understand. Like, I feel bad for Lee because I don't think he gets pushed enough. I think he's still so cloaked in this American Nightmare stuff. Like, he never can break out. It really bugs me. Um, I never want to see Arn's son again, ever. <laughs> um, I'm very angry that I saw him even in this moment. He's wearing long pants now. What could you possibly have against him? Uh, the fact that all he, of the flaws. No, no, no. That's not. That wasn't my problem with him. 
that's not my problem I, with him. That's me. And, just, that's just like a cherry on top of the and, problem. And, and, and Teresa, let me add that he he did proceed to go and get a, a bed frame for his bed. It's not just a mattress on the floor anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Oh, that that was this thing that for a while where there was all this criticism of guys that just have their mattress on the floor like they're not put together. It, like that was that that was on like Twitter a lot at one point. I'm so I'm so glad to be compared to some generic female. Uh, uh, essence out in men's minds that exists in the world somewhere in a man's mind. That's that feels good. That makes me feel like you know me. Yeah, doing, <laughs> you are an essence, Teresa. You are an essence of. I'm a generic nagging essence. I get it. Um, that, that is a great gimmick for a female wrestler. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm sure it's successful. Uh. Cut to Vicky. Um, How dare you? Whatever. Excuse me. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm not excited for this one. I don't know if I want to down this because FTR are they're they're so lively that they kind of bring it up a little bit, but like the rest of it is so so no. I'm doubting it. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Brutal, but fair. I, ugh. here's the thing. Like every once in a while, I do forget to write down a segment. Uh, and it's always because it just like washes over me. Like I see the people on the screen and I'm like, I don't care at all. Um, yeah. And, ugh. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna middle it because I think it is it is that I don't hate any of it I just am excessively uncaring of it. I middled it as well. It, it didn't especially excite me, although I do like allow the possibility that FTR might uh, ring a little something out of these guys to help them out, which would be nice, especially for Lee. Yeah, I think it will be a good match. Um, I don't think Brock uh, has much right now but uh with all with the other three in the ring like they'll carry him to uh, a a respectable showing so yeah here's hoping there's a like uh there's no reason not to hope for that i guess uh okay so after this was a jade promo and it was completely perfect i love her i love her i love her (laughs) she's the official that bitch show with the belts it's perfection That's and it's thumbs up. Is he, are you middling this? No. <laughs> what you've been saying, the, the, the tone I got from you was a middle. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, it's it, it's it was it was pretty great. It was an up for for me as well. I I hope she has a good run with this because she definitely deserves it, and she can she can really elevate uh, the that title. I guess you can't elevate it because she's starting it off, but but it, it, it's going to have a lot from uh, from her run. And uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to separate out what we've talked about on the show and what we've talked about in the chat. But I feel like this is one of those things when we're talking about um, the big swole situation. Um, Jade Cargill has all of the pieces. Yeah, she looks better than than almost anyone in the history of women's wrestling. Yeah, she is just perfection uh visually 
Um, she's doing okay in the ring and will only get better. Um, her mic skills are they're improving. Passable. They're passable. Um, there are certainly many worse people out there. And when you have someone like that, um, you have to cultivate that. You have to help them along. You can't just sort of throw them out and just say like, well, you know what? I'm sorry. You just don't, you're not good enough on the mic. So we're, uh, not going to push you. We're just going to let you go. I'll let you, you know, like, uh, hang around in dark for a long time. I don't know. I don't know from the swell situation. I don't know if she was, you know, if they really worked with her and she never improved or whatever, but, um, I do feel like, uh, there are some people they should be picking up from WWE regal, for example, uh, who can, who have made their lives, uh, into helping people get better in mm. just that way. Oh, you, you said regal. I thought you said real. And I was like, what does that mean? Oh. <laughs> My apologies. I, I did that. I started yeah, to that do that stupid thing that, that doesn't uh, work when you really just wanted to say the word. I just, I just <laughs> split it in half and I just blew the whole thing. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, but yeah, I really do want to see them like, uh, make that developmental thing work. Cause like they've got some people coming out of the factory that are okay. Yeah. Um, but like get some of these people that are, you know, uh, halfway amazing, and then just turn them into real stars. You know, they need a better mentorship program. Yeah, yeah, they probably do. It sounds it, it, it that was and that was something I got out of uh, us talking uh, in the in the chat uh, about it. I was like, you know, that probably there probably is something there about um like not 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 providing the 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 help people need in the areas where the, de- the deficient because I it could I, be like I, yeah there. But people assume you will approach them if you need help. But that's not the same as like having something in place where there's someone consistently checking in and you don't have to ask. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that it could be hard for some people maybe to approach others, um, especially if they're not feeling very confident. They might, you know, feel like it makes it puts a target on their back or something i I don't know oh yeah no i think that's probably absolutely true is that you're feeling a lot of pressure and you're feeling vulnerable because there is a lot of competition and only more are are coming in and you're like if i'm the one asking for help i bet that i bet everyone else isn't asking for help Mm -hmm. so if they want people to think they can have it they should just be giving it Um, like they don't in 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 pro baseball like they don't like you know they don't have the the players go up through the system without guidance. They have a whole plan for them, and they're like, "Here's what we're going to do with you." Yeah, not like, well, what do you think? Yeah, exactly. Or, and it's hard. You know, because they can is... rely on the people that are pros that they bring in that have been doing this for years. But what about everybody else? You know, you can't just like then say, "Well, these guys can do it," so I don't know what your problem is. It's like, well, they have fucking 20 years experience. You hire all these old ass guys, you know, that don't need any help at all. Then you have all these young kids that like, they're really just starting and they really put so much sweat into the building blocks of AEW, you know? 
And, and some of the the young people that they've had come in like are just like unnaturally like sound like right from from go. Yeah. Uh, but you know everyone's just not going to be like that. And yeah, I think I've recognized that now. That I hope they they learn from like the big swole situation in in a number of ways. Um, not all of which do I have a lot of faith that they will. Right. Uh, but hopefully the development uh, like improves. Hopefully Tony uh, improves, but uh, it seems like the whole AEW has issues with um, uh, social media and, and he definitely has issues with um, keeping his mouth shut when he's not happy with what somebody has to say about him. Yeah, any criticisms at all, which I don't think she said anything like crazy. Right? No. She's just speaking her mind and her heart. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I just it, – it's hard because – a, this is a creative venture, and so you know you need creative people, um, and you have to foster that. You can't like it. You don't want to come in and you like air quotes coach them to the point where you know they're not providing anything of their own anymore. Right. Uh, and also, this industry has traditionally been one where only the people who are clawing their way to the top are the ones that succeed. Like there's not a whole lot of, uh, let me help you, you know, let me pull you up when it does happen. It's a, a rare thing. And people, you know, like, Oh my God, this guy gave me the rub. Can you believe that? Mm. He, he did such a wonderful thing to me. I'm like, you're supposed to be doing that every goddamn day. You're supposed to be making each other look good. Yeah. Um, so I think there is a lot of just sort of like inertia in the business. Uh, but that's, I mean, if you're a new company and you're trying to tell people that you're different, you gotta you gotta walk that walk. You can't just talk it. <laughs> yeah. Walk yeah, that no walk, doubt. baby. Mm-hmm. Walk that walk. Doesn't sound as fun, but No, I know. well I, I I thought I would try, yeah. I appreciate yeah. the it effort. Worth, it. worth an effort. Uh so you thumb this then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We all thumb this up. Hikarushida versus Serena Deeb. I'm oh sorry, my god. Hikarushida? What? I said Hikaru. I, uh, that's what JR called her. What did he say? Again, I understand. The dude just beat cancer. And he's also getting up there. He's not going to be uh the you know 30-year-old wonderkin we all remember. Uh, he also he also fell down and got a black eye recently. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, seriously. But still, Hakura Shida's not yeah. great. Not okay. Not Could have a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so you think Shida's coming out to her entrance and everything's gonna be cool, right? Deep runs out from behind and takes out Shida's knee like right away. Nickety smack. Mm-hmm. I mean Bang bang I love Deep so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, so she just kept going after the knee. Yep. This whole match can be summed up with that. Yep. So then the ref called it eventually. And Deeb won. And Sheeta was pissed oh, yeah. that the ref did that because Sheeta wasn't tapping. Um, Then Deeb comes back with the kendo stick and attacks Sheeta. And it took a bunch of refs to restrain Deeb and they had to throw her out. And I mean, the heel... Of heels. I mean, oh, yeah. when it comes to the women's division, 
Yes, Brit's a heel, but Deeb right now is the most heel, heel that they've got. <laughs> I mean, this is some gnarly shit she's doing. This is some well, angry shit she's doing. It's a nice balance, uh, speaking of uh, what we were just uh, talking about, that like uh, they they had Britt Baker as a, a talk that talk heel and, and uh, Deeb as a, a walk that walk uh, heel where yeah. she's just, she's actively brutal. Uh, which is pretty cool to have. Yeah, she doesn't have to say it. She just does it. And oh my God, it was so great to hear too because the crowd was so loudly booing. Yeah. And I mean, that's like cheering for a heel. <laughs> so that's good. I will say uh, as soon as she came out and uh, uh, clipped Sheeta, I was like, oh, that's right. Sheeta's going back to Japan for a while. Okay, yeah. I know where this is going. Yeah. Um, But also interestingly... Uh, a couple weeks ago, Mick Foley was talking to somebody and there was like an interview where he said that, um, what I want to see more of is heels who just want to hurt people. Yeah. That's the thing that used to happen a lot more that doesn't really happen anymore. Just someone who's just like mean, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, the, the whole point isn't to win. It's just cause I'm, I'm a jerk and this is the only place I get to be a jerk, you know? Uh, and, uh, Serena Deeb is just pulling that on spades i love it yeah however this is the third match and the first two were right in a row that were uh um uh destruction matches uh warlow versus punk uh even the commentary got in on it saying that like oh look mjf is telling warlow to destroy punk so that he doesn't have to face him in the future Okay, love it. That's Hello? great. Hobbs versus Dante Martin. Uh, Taz says, you know, like, uh, we're just like, uh, I think Excalibur, oh, no, it must have been Shivani, was asking him, what do you want? What do you, uh, uh, what would make you happy in this thing? Uh, when is this Dante Martin thing going to end? He says, when he retires. Uh, and then so he's like, oh, so like, you're just trying to like, uh, you know, like in- basically injure him. That's what's that's what Hobbs's game plan now is to destroy him. Love it, but that's two in a row, two matches exactly like that where the heels uh, aren't trying to win; they're just trying to hurt their opponent uh, and put him out of wrestling forever. And then we have a third one here, and I, uh, that's just uh, 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 inobservant booking. Like somebody needs to be backstage and writing down these finishes and these stories and saying, Oh, we've got a whole bunch of these. Let's spread them the fuck out. You know, you know what it is. It's like if, uh, if, uh, somebody was drawing lottery balls and they were all number two, this is what it is. It's number two all over the show. (laughs) Anyway, I loved it. I wish they would pay the fuck attention. Yeah, and and this was something that had come up in the past. I remember Jericho was talking about like stuff uh, cropping up like that and being like, you just can't have that. Um, But it's apparently something that is still a problem. You don't put two tag matches back to back and, you know, you don't do three of the same uh, story on the same show. Maybe it it was because of the new moon recently, and everyone just felt it in their bones. It probably was destroy that. people. Yeah, I yeah yeah I should have <laughs> thought about that. And and, and and I think that Check also your calendar. like 
in the in the in the in in the way the world is in a way the destroying people is the greatest mercy like the 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 greatest kindness we can we can give is to help each other into oblivion in you know in expediency there you go that's why i keep eating all these jelly beans oh yeah i'm helping myself get there you're gonna jelly yeah. bean yourself into oblivion. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, uh, there's five ways that uh, you can. That's how I'm doing you it. You can die and become an angel. Like, oh. you, but <laughs> please, should please reference the "Knowing Is Half the Podcast" <laughs> episode where say. we watch the Gary Coleman show. It'll be out in a day or two. If you want to know why he brought up angels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Teresa, you need to you need to live so that you can be Doctor Jellybean Vorkian, helping people uh, with with jelly beans. Yeah, I'd give them a jelly bean on their deathbed. <laughs> like, bye, see ya. We, we, you would have to make sure to get rid of all the bad ones. Uh, like, oh, like I promise, you're only gonna get good ones. Like, uh, like lemon. <laughs> what? Lemon? Yeah, is lemon is lemon not a good jelly bean? No. I've never had a lemon jelly bean. First of all, okay. Right now I'm eating Trader Joe's jelly beans, but the only appropriate jelly bean selection is Jelly Belly. These Uh, are sort of like Jelly Bellies. Sorry, I'm a Starburst jelly bean guy. I mean, those are good, but they they, only come along during Easter, though. So they're on this Jelly Belly spectrum of flavor. (laughs) Jelly Bellies have the best flavors, and um, that's just all there is to it. What about the Harry Potter ones? No, Harry have you Potter, eaten Harry them? Beans. <laughs> have you eaten the Harry Potter jelly beans? I don't think I have. Even out of curiosity, it's disgusting. And they they it's supposed to be. The flavors are like earwax and barf. Ugh. Yeah, there are no yummy flavors. Uh, at least I don't remember there being yummy flavors. Because yes, I did eat them. <laughs> and I spit almost all of them out. Okay. We've got anyway, Did we sum this? I thumbs it uh, up. It wasn't up for me, yeah. Okay. Um, with Shivani interviewing Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Christian Cage. They won the fucking tag belts, which again I don't agree with, but whatever, here we are. Um basically, Christian Cage is like, yeah, we're we're the best, so let's um let's do let's challenge the top five teams. Who's in the top five? Challenge us. Come on. We'll do it. So Johnny Hungy comes out and uh, he's like, we got top five meats, top five <laughs> guys. I don't remember what else he said. But top five punks. It was funny. So basically they are challenging. Yes. Yes, they are. Oh, gosh. I miss John Silver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten just what a delight he is. Yeah. Uh, uh, I middle this whole thing though. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I guess you didn't. I like uh, him. Miss, miss I like the Dark Order. I'm again. The shine is gone for me uh, for Jungle Boy. Sure. Um. I never had a shine for Christian Cage. I love Luchasaurus. Yeah. But they only let him say one word the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a dinosaur. What do you? Well, I know, well, it, but he it, has said some things that were like kind of like prophetic in the past or philosophical. It, it, it's really fun, and I appreciate not doing. I, I understand not doing it a lot, but it is really fun 
like, and it's been a while since the last time he did the surprise. Uh, oh, I'm super eloquent. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, like whenever he's like, oh, I- I'm actually like, uh, like, uh, what's his, like the beast from X-Men. Yeah. Uh, like that would have been, I don't know, something they could have done here. Maybe like they'll do it down lawyer, the line. You know? Yeah. Unfrozen caveman lawyer. Exactly. Yeah. You don't expect he, it, but hey. He should do, he should do that, that exact thing, frankly. <laughs> I would love if there was an unfrozen caveman lawyer wrestler. <laughs> 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 That'd be fun. Um. Yeah. So it's a middle for me. What about you guys? I, I I upped it. I I I was I was very won over by the promise of that match. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And Jurassic Express and Christian weren't on there a real long time. The entire segment was pretty short. So, uh, that boost they got at the end there was enough to uh, thumb it up for me. Okay. Also, their well wishes for Ray Phoenix. Well, uh, very appreciated. Hmm. Uh. So we have. The HFO, basically, it's Matt and Private Party versus Penta. So it's Matt versus Penta. I love Penta so much. He's so cool. <laughs> um, oh, I made this note, and I was like trying to figure out what the fuck this means in my notes. Chase Brawlers. Do you guys know what those are? Chase those Brawlers? Chase Brawlers. Oh, are you talking about the little mini brawler things? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> AW now has Chase Brawlers too. <laughs> it's like, yeah, these are all really, really good things. So, for a second, I thought Chase Brawler was some uh, was a wrestler that uh, WWE has on NXT two <laughs> Yeah, when I was reading this, I was like, what am I saying here? Okay. Anyway, so Penta's great. There was this fun stuff where Penta and Matt were doing. Penta was doing Sarah Mierda. Matt saying delete. Love that. Yeah, uh, the yeah. back and forth is always fun with that. Um, yeah, I thought this was a really fun match. Um, you know, at one point, Matt tried to take off Penta's mask, and I was like, oh, I just hate that. I don't like that. But <laughs> no, I no. get it. It's all part of a thing. I love Matt Hardy, um, and I love Penta. I miss some of Matt's other um personas during matches though like i miss i just miss um broken matt hardy yeah it would be the absolute coolest if damascus could come back I uh, love yeah <laughs> uh and this was a nice uh and this was definitely a good match for for matt because uh it's been a while since he's been wildly active i guess he's 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 obviously been in action some but this felt like his most notable like uh like in ring work in a, in a while and i thought he did well and there was no interference which was surprising believe it or not uh yeah like the uh i like everybody in there it started out so fun with that um uh, uh delete Tero yeah. Miero, uh duel uh, seeing the Hardy kid, the Hardy fam, uh, that was front, really cool. That was that was really nice. Uh, liked it all. Uh, the match was fine, and I was going to give it a thumbs up. Um, but what happened afterwards was so much that I was like, "Does this go on the same thing?" Or I know is it two I was. It feels it was like so, two separate things. But it's it's all tied in there, so I think it has to be one. Uh, no, yeah. there's no way. There's the, no way. 
all right, we're gonna we'll split it up then. We'll split okay. it up. We'll thumb the match. The match gets a thumbs up. Thumbs up for me as well. Yeah. Okay, so after the match, Penta calls out Malachi. Penta wins the match, by the way. Then Malachi Black shows up. Oof. Oh, that's who was trying to tear off the mask. I'm sorry, I mixed that up. Okay. I thought I didn't remember that, but I was like, eh, it seems like a thing that Matt Hardy would do. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he was trying to tear off uh, Penta's mask, which I hate. Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. come in. Julia Hart still has her eye patch, which is just <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. They come in to try and help. Uh, so they're beating up Malachi Black. The lights go out again. And when they uh, come on. Oh, you forget that he's, he's laughing at them. As yeah, he's laughing at them. He counts one, two, three. <laughs> so then the lights go out and the new guy shows up in his Brody King, which you knew this would happen. It just happens to be today and not in the days we thought it might have been. Mm-hmm. He beats everybody up and they're like, the announced desk was like, oh, it's the kings of the Black Throne. And, um, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I, I, I think it's funny that, that that Brody King shows up and they're like, is this the new member of the House of Black? Like, and, yeah. And like, you know what? That's It's smart to give yourself an out. Uh, <laughs> you know, like yeah. 90, 99% yes, but... Like scientists do. Like, yeah, it, it, we're not 100% certain that, that this 0.01%, person... percent, you <laughs> know, birth control is 99% effective. That point oh one percent is a human. <laughs> Look, our, our 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 findings are that Brody King is a, a member of the House of Black, but this has to be peer reviewed. Uh, the New England Journal of Wrestling uh, <laughs> has to look at our, our work and see if they can duplicate it. Uh, giant dude, all tatted up, black mm-hmm. clothes. Uh, the lights PWT- went out. And he appeared. PWG Tag Team Champions with Malachi Black. Their tag team name is Kings of the Black Throne. Mm-hmm. He's probably the newest member of the House of Black. Just maybe, probably, almost certainly. Look, we'll put it down in pencil. <laughs> um, I will say this is the first time I've seen Brody, uh, Brody King. Uh, his cannonball into the corner, the cannonball senton, was obscene. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And then fucking Malachi throws Griff, yes, uh, into <laughs> Brody, who catches him and slams him. Oh crazy. my god! Because Griff isn't small. <laughs> no, that's no, he's a, a big enough guy. All he's of this was tall. terrifying. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is going to be very interesting. Oh, super. I gave it a thumbs up. Oh, oh yeah, big, yeah. Big, big, big thumbs up. Uh, uh, why were we concerned about splitting it then? <laughs> because know. it's so I, different. It, it was so much that honestly, like it was the high point of the night for me. And I felt like it it deserved the extra uh, thumbs because it, it totally I was is so different. Excited by it. When someone's being introduced like that, it's a whole new person. And this is a whole. This was a whole segment. It really was. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I wonder if they'll they'll go deeper in the House of Black, or if it's going to stay too for a while, or or what? I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Layla Hirsch, who knows? Maybe she'll join. Because guess what? Whoa. This next oh. segment, Layla Hirsch, Statlander, and Red Velvet. There's some beef between Layla and Chris Statlander. Mm. But I really liked Layla talking. She had a lot to say here. And um, I don't know. I just like it. I thumbsed it up. I middled it. Uh, my only note here was oof. Ooh, uh, not even oofta, huh? Nope, mm. just oof. Like, I get what they're doing, and like, yeah, and I, I'm happy to see uh, uh, women up there talking, but like, Layla's not there yet. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. That middle. I I upped it, I guess, uh, like based on the storyline, like like implications. But I I certainly noted like that, yeah, that there that there was like some like mic work that was not the absolute absolute best going on. Okay. Well then, moving right along, we've got the acclaimed versus Bear Country. I love the acclaimed. This was a lot of fun. I really liked Bear Country here. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's like you don't, you know, Bear Country, they're really big guys. But I, in my mind, they're so much bigger. But <laughs> when they're next to, like, Max Caster and uh, Anthony Bowen, I'm like, shit, Anthony Bowen's pretty huge too <laughs> in a different way but like they're you know i don't see the size difference as much and i guess you know bear country is often you know maybe they're up against they're up against all kinds of people but whatever um anyways i just thought it was a really fun match really cool stuff going on and then max did a macho man elbow off the ropes gotta love it then the lights go out and there's snow Okay. Oh, yeah. Because the acclaimed win, uh, they're talking shit. They uh, were talking shit about Sting and Darby Allen in their rap. So then Sting comes out with a bat. He looks so cool and so intimidating. And it's like, he doesn't have to do anything, which is so great, right? He just has to be there. It's just a fun presence. And then Darby attacks from behind. This whole thing got a thumbs up for me. Yeah, and it was a good rap, by the way. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I love their raps. Yeah. <laughs> their raps. Uh, Teresa, Teresa, are you sure you're on Facebook? You seem so hip. <laughs> uh, I was real close to middling it just because uh, the match was good. Uh, you know, the claimed intro was great. Uh, but, like, it really kind of deflated me a little bit when Sting and Darby came out because, like, I don't want to see Sting and Darby uh, wrestle the acclaimed. Hmm. There's such a deep uh, tag division now. And as much as like every single time I see Darby and Sting, they put on a better show than I expect. I still don't want to see Sting wrestling. Um, You know what? You can have one a year. Anything beyond that, uh, I just, I don't, I don't want it. So can I can I can I negotiate for one live in ring and one cinematic? Ooh. <laughs> oh. Here again, we have the problem where there has not been uh, a time when 
staying in a cinematic match has let me down, and yet I'm against the concept of staying in a cinematic match. Hmm. So I don't know what to say. I guess I thumbed it up, so fuck it. Wow. Wow. After all that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just... I just want it known that it was okay. a it was a hard thumb up for me. That's why we have a podcast so we can I, air our grievances into yeah. the void. I, I what, what we have here is a, a case of uh, old man secretly approves of cloud. Uh, also, uh, speaking into the void, somebody actually took my advice and watched a show I really like, and they liked it too. Oh, and yeah. I love hearing that kind of stuff. So if we have talked you guys into doing things <laughs> you weren't gonna do otherwise let us tweet at us let us know if it's something we, we need wouldn't to know be legally how much liable we for have and how much we need to consider before we say things don't don't tie us to something on the record that is illegal <laughs> if this episode made you want to eat uh, jelly bellies let us know yeah let us know and or starburst jelly beans or the or, Trader Joe's ones because they're real or, good or birdie bots, every flavor. Not birdie jelly bots. Beans. No. What are those? That's the Harry Potter one, right? Oh yeah, no, don't eat those. Or <laughs> if you have in the past, which one made you gag? Because I know one of them had to. Unquestionable. That's how gross they were. Earwax. Ugh. Yeah, it Ugh. is. Why would they do this? I, you know, that was my question when I was eating them. I was like, why would they do this? And they're selling them. Because it's a, it's because that's what it's like in the books. Well, I, I, guess I, I didn't think they'd really do it. <laughs> I guess I guess I assumed that they would make a a, a an actual good tasting version. I thought it was all just fun names. No, they really <laughs> made it taste like this. Uh. Who who was the person in the lab tasting all the different artificial flavors before they're like, nope, this one, this was, tastes the most like earwax. It was J.K. Use herself. <laughs> J.K. did it. Oh J.K. Man. JK. JK, JK. Um, <laughs> all right. So then we have a promo from the Bastard Pack. This is great because we haven't heard from him in a minute. His eyes are bandaged and he's mm-hmm. saying he's blind. But his perspective has changed and his vision is clear. Mm-hmm. And he's holding a Justice Tarot card. So he's going to come and get you. Mm-hmm. He's going to get you, Malachi. It's a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty great. All of this is just like wildly over the top. Very and much. And like, I'm, we're talking like Undertaker levels of, you know, <laughs> mysticism and darkness and, and pretentiousness. And I love it. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's it was great. pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I hope that where this is going is that ultimately uh, uh, Pac uh, comes out at the next pay per view, like in a Daredevil themed costume. <laughs> Uh, we have Shivani interviewing Matt Hardy, who's very bothered at losing the last match. Andrade interrupts him and wants to make a business deal with Matt. And so they go to Matt's office, but they won't let private party come with. <laughs> um, I really like Matt Hardy. I'm middling this segment, but I Ooh. really like Matt Hardy. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly the same for me. Huh? I I uh, I upped it. I liked 
I I liked the the whole the whole deal of it. I actually like I thought Matt Hardy was good. I thought Andrade was okay. Well, Andrade one of the problems I had was that um he's speaking so quietly, I couldn't get everything he was saying because he was turning away from the mic. Um and he wasn't wearing a mic, so he had to be facing a certain direction and projecting a certain amount, and he wasn't doing that. So that was a little bit of a problem for moi. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got Daniel Garcia versus Sammy Guevara. Now, I could not care less about this match. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to care less about it. I would refuse. I'd quit before I earned a dollar. Wow. Yeah. If you had to stay in the Sammy Guevara, Daniel Garcia castle for just one night. To, <laughs> to, to win a million dollars? To get the whole fortune. You're saying you couldn't do that. I, I, I really couldn't. I'd get on the porch and I'd turn right back around. Um. <laughs> I'm not saying these guys are bad. I just have zero interest in either of these individuals. I know Sammy's over. I don't understand it. But I I guess, you know, I mean, he's not like a bad wrestler or anything, but. He, in <sighs> fact, did a couple things that were really fucking impressive tonight. Uh, and you, most matches, he will do something. I'm like, yeah, God. He did uh, some spinny thing uh, out out of the ring, like from from the ring out into uh, under the floor. That was just like, oh man, yeah, because like you know he's going to do his move in the ring, and so Daniel Garcia got out of the ring because he's like, nope, you're not going to do that to me, and so he just did it out of the ring instead. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I don't like him as a person. Uh, I don't care for his. Uh, face persona so like I just yeah. don't want to see him but also he's still real good yeah he's not bad I just yeah I just don't I, care to see him you know 100% uh, yeah yeah extremely I, fair I really did like the scramble that happened at the beginning though uh, it had kind of it was kind of MMA tinged um, it you know looked like there's some real solid smacks in there like they're getting real stiff um uh that being said the gth at the end was arguably the worst i've ever seen in my entire life Whoa. uh one of the worst uh uh executions of a finisher i've seen on televised wrestling um he also ugh. tried to do the crossroads yeah yeah which was not great i'm just like don't don't do that shit. That's like the cock. How are you? How are you not a heel? You know what I mean? When you look to the camera and do that kind of a thing, like how are you not being a heel right now? Just, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. call yourself a heel, and I might actually get in your corner. But being a face and having the attitude he has, the personality he has, I, it's like, <laughs> um. I can't. I just. I just hate him. You know what I mean. That's the problem. If he was a heel, I might not hate him. He needs yeah. to really figure this out for himself because it's driving me nuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
as long as those shirts keep selling. I don't know that they're going to do that. Uh, yeah, I think Sammy Guevara needs to like drive up to a lake house for a weekend and and think things through. <laughs> Uh, chop chop some wood and and sort of, just sort of get get to a primal area and 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 be like, what am I? <laughs> uh, uh, Garcia almost won, but he didn't. And then Kingston and Jericho almost fight, but they didn't. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's uh, the standard the uh, uh, 2.0 come in and yeah. try and interfere, but end up costing Daniel Garcia the match in the way. Yeah, I middled it. I yeah, yeah. I I'm I I think I middled it too. Um, I'm confused. I, I mean, I guess it's because they had a special uh, that was supposed to be for the titles, so they couldn't really just like replace the whole thing because Cody was sick or whatever last week. So they had to do this interim title thing. But, oh, God, it's so clunky. And, you know, like, it would have been so much easier if they could have just, like, you know what? Uh, we're not defending the the title tonight. Uh, stay tuned next week when Cody comes back and we can actually do this thing. Because now you have him with a belt that's sort of not really a belt. And they have to, you know, uh, go and do this thing again immediately where Cody wins it back or looks like a serious chump uh, by losing it that quickly. Uh, all of it's just a mess. And then, uh, Jericho has another bat, which normally fine. Sting has a bat and Jericho has a bat. But, uh, the thing I was saying before of just those three destruction matches, it just like stuck out to me. I was like, God damn it. Please stop (laughs) doing the same goddamn thing all goddamn night. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, one of them should uh, go cricket bat. Would that help? Ooh. Ooh classy. Fun yes. paddles. Absolutely. Why are we not doing this already? Make this a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the, these are all my thoughts. I'm sure the match to someone who really liked Daniel Garcia and or Sammy Guevara really liked this match. But I just, just don't care. And I yeah, I think it it, it it definitely yeah it didn't it didn't it, I built it and it it just didn't really catch my my interest either uh, maybe like I I've, I've been a little spoiled by the kinds of uh, main events and openers that they've had consistently uh, where it's it's like a, like mega giant against mega giant over and over again and and this was like on a tier a tier below but yeah didn't didn't really do a lot it was okay. Y'all, this was an 86% show. Hey. Very good. Not a uh, must-watch, but real close. Up from last week. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That's good. Uh, Yeah. Sweet. That's it. We're running late. So late. Mm-hmm. Very sorry. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bless you. Keep that sneeze in.